You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Media Podcast Network. Well, if it wasn't personal before, it certainly is now. What is up, my friends? I am Sean O'Shaughty of MMA Fighting, and I am joined by my guys, Alexander K. Lee, and of course, Damon Martin, on site, coming at you from Cleveland. And we are coming at you just minutes after the conclusion of today's Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley pre fight press conference. And what a scene it was, fellas. Uh, It was already a tense presser, but then afterward, we really devolved into a bit of mayhem here. You had orange shirts everywhere. You had Tyron's mother and sister seemingly getting into it with Team Paul. Uh, So, Damon, I know you're on site. You were in the middle of the fray. You were in the middle of all this chaos. Paint a picture for me, man. What did you see? What was going on today? So, it was kind of bizarre (laughs) because uh, I'm I'm sitting basically right kind of to the left uh, of the presser, so right behind, like right in front of Jake Paul. And as they're getting ready to face off at the end of the press conference, Tyron Woodley is getting ready to stand up, and one of the guys from Jake Paul's entourage started shouting, he's scared, or, or he looks scared, or something to that effect. And after saying that numerous times, then uh, Mama Woodley answered him back and said something to the effect of, my son doesn't get scared, or he's not scared, or nobody's scared, or again, I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, and then they just started chirping back and forth at each other, and it was you know basically this guy from Jake Paul's entourage and Mama Woodley just going back and forth at each other. Now, I know there's been some reports out there saying that he insulted her. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear him call her any name. I definitely heard him chirping back and forth with her. That's 100% true. They were going back and forth, back and forth. He was saying something about, I don't need to go to school. And she was shouting, I'm a no limit soldier. Uh, and, and, and it was, it was kind of crazy. And then when Tyron realized it was his mom involved, he obviously got pretty upset, which again, understandable. That's his mom. Uh, and, and then Tyron's sister got in the guy's face. And that's the video you see that we published that I got from my seat. Uh, where she got right in his face and more or less was like, if you want to throw it down, I'll throw it down. Uh, so, yeah, it got nasty in a hurry, man. It, it kind of blew up. I mean, I honestly, I swear, I, I thought it was going to be a fight. Like, I was right next to it, and I was standing up to shoot the video, and I'm thinking, it's about to, like, it's about to explode in here. And it, luckily it didn't, but, I mean, I, I thought it was going to pop off. I seriously thought it was going to, I thought it was going to explode. How, how bad did it get, like, in the, in the room? Like, what was the feeling in the room? 
Well, it, it okay. So when it started, they're chirping back and forth at each other, and it was you know they weren't. I mean, they weren't getting too nasty, but they were definitely going back and forth. And again, the one guy from Jake's entourage is definitely you know shouting it at, at Mrs. Woodley. So uh, you know, again, you know, it's the guy's mom. You know, obviously she's going to be as fierce as that because she's going to be his biggest fan. You understand that. That's where you kind of, in my opinion, you're just like, okay, let's just end it here. We don't need to be talking to his mom. Uh, and then when Tyron realized it was his mom involved and he kind of came off the stage and sent one of his guys over and one of his guys kind of rushed over and then some of the guys from Jake Paul's entourage kind of came over and they're kind of like right in each other's faces and like at that moment that's when I thought it was going to pop off between the entourages because they were trying to get in between the guy and Tyron's mom and Tyron's sister and then, like I said, the entourage just kind of swarmed in. So there's like a group of like nine or ten people all in this little tight little circle shouting at each other, trying to pull each other apart. And eventually cooler heads prevailed. And I know there was a little bit more shouting in the hallway and things like that. But uh, at that point, it kind of calmed down. But it, it, it got nasty. And it was more once at that point, like I said, when, when Tyron's sister got up there, I was shouting at the guy. I was like, "She's about to take him out. Like, she's she's seriously about to take this guy out right now." And uh, and then and then, like I said, the entourage is going over there, and and they were not really shouting. They were more just kind of like, you know, the ugly looking at each other. Like, what are you going to do? Kind of looks, you know. And then sure. uh, and then, like I said, they eventually got in between, and yeah, you know, everything kind of calmed down. But it, I mean, like I said, I've been to a lot of press. Con- I was at the uh, I was at the Nate Diaz Conor McGregor uh, let's throw bottle cans at each other press conference. Same. Yeah. And uh, and I had a I had a bottle of water go whizzing by my head at that one and that was kind of crazy but this one like i legit thought it was going to spill over and i was about to have to like move out of the way of a fight because like that's how bad it got yeah people talk about fake people talk about hype and theatrics when it comes to this fight and, and just in general the paul brothers and jake paul and what he's doing here it really felt like there was nothing fake about this that was genuine what was coming out of tyrant and i mean we've seen this in mma you don't talk about a guy's mom, right? Like somewhere out there, Michael Chiesa was flying into a rage after sensing a disturbance in the force here this afternoon. Uh, AK, what, what did you make of, of all of this? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a mama's boy. So uh, seeing that, that cut deep. I mean, seeing that incident when, when, when the, the reports started coming out as to what it was that set it off, I was like, man, I don't blame anyone from Woodley's team or Woodley himself for what they do next. I don't encourage violence. Uh, at all, I, I believe in non-violent solutions to every problem, but like Says the uh, guy NBA, who covers violence for his listen, sport. listen. But like NBA uh, uh, former NBA player Matt Barnes once said, "Violence is never the answer, but sometimes it is." And <laughs> I, I quote that all the time. I'm probably broke. People have heard me say that before, but I do. I, I honestly think like that. The only thing that it was pretty cordial. The press conference itself, like, I mean, there was a lot of trash talk, some pretty nasty trash talk, but you got the sense both guys were kind of in control, just in some ways going through the motions. The post uh, face off, scurfuffle, kerfuffle, whatever people want to call it. I like that you combined those two words there for a second. (laughs) Skurfuffle. Uh, I'm stealing that. uh, Yeah, it's like a scurfuffle. Yeah. Uh, Scrap. I don't know what you want to call it. I mean, there was nothing about going through motions through that. Like, again, like Damon was saying, I can't imagine. It must have been scary. Because it's it's a pretty small room. If if if, uh, if if one or two individuals had chosen to just start throwing fists, I mean, you would have had a real real incident. But but as it turned out, this was kind of the perfect press conference uh, a few days out from the fight, right? I don't know if you could have a better had a better press conference than this. Am I wrong? I'll tell you what. I'll- 
tell you what, as I was sitting there when it started, and I, I put, I, I messaged you guys when the press was starting, they had Tommy Fury seated right behind Jake Paul, and they're, they've been kind of jawing at each other, and there's been a lot of talk, maybe if they both win, they would fight next, and I honestly thought, man, maybe we're going to see something pop off between those two, because I've covered enough Tyron Woodley press conferences to know that, like, he can talk trash, but he's usually pretty subdued, he's not the guy who gets physical, he's a professional, you know what I mean, like, Tyron's a professional, he's never going to push or shove or, or start something like that, he'll, he'll, you know, he'll jaw jacket a guy, but you're not going to see him, like, shove anybody, that's just not who Tyron is. He's a professional. So I actually thought maybe the Fury thing would pop off. And then it ends up being, you know, obviously the, the two camps. And uh, to his credit, not that it makes it any better, but, you know, when I when I saw Jake real briefly after the presser as he was leaving with his team, you know, he basically said, you know, uh, no one's, you know, everyone's in the wrong here. Everyone looks stupid. And, and he's right. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I agree. You don't, I don't care who you are. You don't start jawing with a guy's mom. I mean, I don't care. I know she's going to be his fiercest advocate and his biggest fan. She's supposed to be. It's his mother. Uh, that's when you just stop talking. Okay, I got you. You know, be done with it. Keep your shouting the tire and keep shouting at him. Keep shouting his coaches, whatever. You don't shout at the guy's mom. Uh, and and that should have been the end of it, but it wasn't. They kept going, and then that's when it got really ugly. And uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, again, maybe it's because I saw the mom and the sister get involved when I was like, okay, we're about to have some fists thrown here. <laughs> As we said, just pure chaos. Uh, I have to read this off uh, a tweet from our old buddy, uh, Luke Thomas, over at the Showtime team. Quote, I just spoke to Tyron's mom. Brian Campbell asked her if someone put hands on her, and her response was, well, is he dead? <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Mama Woodley, what a gem she is! What a treasure that woman is! You you gotta love her. I have to Don't say though, her. just just this whole week, especially today, I have really enjoyed non weight cut fight week Tyron Woodley. Like he is totally a different man this week than we've seen from UFC fight weeks when he's on the verge of death, usually trying to get to that 170 pound limit. He had some really great lines today. I felt he he was kind of bringing the heat in his opening remarks, and you could tell that he is just totally unfazed by this whole situation. I would say he's almost like bemused by it in a weird way. And it, to me, it's a very interesting contrast to what we saw from the last fight, right, where, where Ben Askren. Ben Askren had somewhat of a similar demeanor, but he was almost like someone who was just kind of, I don't know, like annoyed to be babysitting in a weird way, if that makes any sense. And meanwhile, Tyron's out here talking and acting like he is in a mental state to just murder a human being and then that was just dialed up to, to even more the 100 a after all of this theatrics today damon i mean you were there if you if you were scoring this afternoon as a round who won today team woodley team paul how you how you framing this well you know what's funny you know going into it you know tyron's tyron's obviously trash talk with guys before he's not you know he's not a, he's not a you know above or below that he's trash talk with guys and gotten over on guys and trash talking. I've heard him zing some guys pretty good, and it's been hilarious in the past. But I'll be honest, Jake Paul is a social influencer for a reason. That's what he does. I mean, this is kind of his thing. And so I thought, Jake's probably going to get the better of him in the press conference, and then we'll see what happens in the fight. Uh, I think Tyron got one on him today. I think he had a couple of good lines in there. And, you know, Jake was kind of having a good time and, and kind of playing a bit of the promoter. Uh, you know, kind of, you know, pumping up Amanda Serrano, which was great, you know, calling her the co-main event, which I thought was awesome, by the way, uh, you know, giving her that kind of status and, and, and doing all the things he should be doing. But he was kind of having fun up there. Tyron was all about business. 
And you could tell, like, if they would have fought right now, Tyron would have been swinging, like, immediately. He was ready to go. So I kind of lean towards Tyron for this one because not only did he not get, you know, not only did he not get taken by the social influence guy, the guy who's supposed to, you know, the guy who's supposed to get the better of him in these kind of altercations, he came across really strong. He looked focused. And then, like I said, man, when you mess with his mom, dude, you might as well just back out of there because that dude's got, I mean, I'll take Tyron Woodley again. You know, I might take Tyron, you know, I might think Tyron's got a chance against Francis Ngannou if it comes down to his mom right there uh, because that dude will throw down and rightly so. So in that regard, got to give it to Tyron, got to give it to T. Wood. What about you, AK? Takeaways from just the whole proceedings, what we saw. Who who you think won this? I was so impressed with Tyron Woodley today. Um, he's been good at press conferences before, but there, th- this was—I mean, this is a totally different beast. Uh, like this kind of press conference, this—it's—it's it's boxing, it's freak show boxing. It's not another fighter. It's—it's it's someone on a different, like an, like almost coming in from a different plane of existence, a different plane of reality. This YouTuber turned boxer. So I thought he handled himself really well. He didn't let uh, Jake Paul talk over him. That's a big one. That's that's a, that's a huge one. I think when you're dealing with a guy like this. His lines felt fresher. Um, uh, Paul has a tendency to repeat himself at press conferences, which is fine. Again, he comes from a meme culture where you want to, you know, if you feel like you have a good catchphrase or a good line, you kind of want to drill it over and over again so that your your fan base kind of absorbs it. So that's fine. That's how he how he works. But I think anyone who's kind of paying closer attention to this one saw that Woodley was was really calm. He was tagging from a bunch of different angles. I'm just looking at some of the stuff that we we tweeted out from our account. Uh, I like we said like oh your par- your training partners were going easy on you, <laughs> none of them want to hurt you. I thought that was a great way to come at it. They don't want to lose the bag. They, they don't, don't want to lose the bag. And it's like, again, even if you're like any if you're objective and you're on the fence, like who's making more sense here? You hear that? And you're like, yeah, yeah, they probably don't. Uh, he made fun of the robot, which again I don't approve of. But uh, <laughs> he said, yeah, he said you come out with that dumbass robot, do whatever you want, you're gonna get knocked out. And then he closed with a really good line. Uh, Shout out to dude wipes. He said I should have brought him some dude wipes to clean himself up after I knocked the S word out of him on Sunday. So really nice volley from from Woodley. I think, as we kind of said, because Paul's also playing the promoter, he's kind of having to bunch, wear a bunch of different hats. He wasn't like super focused on trash talking Woodley. He might have contradicted himself a little with saying like, I respect him one second, the next I don't respect him. So again, uh, you know, who, if you're a fan of either guy, it's probably not going to change your opinion. You're like, you're not gonna be like, oh, well, Woodley was better here. I like Woodley more I, or, oh, Paul was right. You know the camps are going to be what they are, but at the same, but for us judging, I mean, yeah, I thought it was a clear win for Woodley, and uh, and for, and uh, extra points for Mama Woodley. <laughs> I mean, I'd say whole family Woodley, right? Like even the sister, the sister was getting in that guy's face. I don't know who the gentleman was. Did I? I'm not even kidding. I want I want his sister to represent me now. Like I don't know what she <laughs> She's does. Your agent. Like, I don't know what. I don't know what she does for a living, but like I want to hire her to be my agent because yeah. she went She's gonna take care of you. I'm like that's that's the kind of that's the kind of person I need in my corner. Like seriously, I'm gonna hire his sister to like to like watch out for me because that's the kind of person you need in your corner. I do love it too, Tyron. Afterwards, Damon, you I think you recorded him sort of in the hallway, walking away from all of this, but still sort of chirping at one of this random orange shirt guy that he saw, and essentially saying like I'll I'll turn this whole place into an earthquake. Like you guys don't actually understand. <laughs> And the, the, the subtext of it basically being like, this isn't, you guys, you guys just play a game. Like, we actually fight. Like, this is not an actual competition if this turns into something. Like, you guys do not stand a chance against any of us. I, I, I did like sort of the dynamic that was at play there because you could just feel it coming from Tyron, the confidence that this man was just exuding. Um, also, just to, just to throw this out there, Sean, as I was walking out in the back, 
I had a chance to uh, run into AJ McKee, Bellator champion AJ McKee. He was in the back, obviously, uh, with Anthony Taylor and those guys. So if, if trouble did pop off, uh, I'm sorry to say, Team Team Paul would have been in some serious doo doo because AJ McKee, the best the best featherweight in the world, by the way, uh, is back there. And I was like, ooh man, I was like, ooh God, you, this is this is the last guy you want to have back here on the other side of the team against you guys. Max Holloway might have something to say about that, my friend. I can't, my I can't wait to see the next MMA Fighting Global Rankings. I can't I, wait. Yeah, now. where was that? We, we need to save this for the ranking show, which, by the way, is debuting soon. Uh, but yes. I, just to wrap all of this up, last few things here. What we saw today, did it change or sway you at all about how you were feeling about this fight beforehand? Who has the upper hand? Anything like that? Any of that? Did, it, did what we saw, all this chaos today, really angry Tyron Woodley, does that change anything for you, Damon? You know, a little bit it does. Honestly, it does because he looks really focused and really fired up. And I think there's a part of Tyron Woodley uh, that, who understands that this fight is about reputation. I mean, he does not want to go out there. I mean, listen, Ben Askren was a bit of a troll. Ben Askren was an Olympic wrestler. No one actually seriously thought Ben Askren had hands. And when he got knocked out, there was some there was some surprise. But there's a lot of people who said, yeah, I could kind of see that coming. He's not a boxer, and he got knocked out cold. It is what it is. Tyron's a legit champion, one of the greatest welterweights of all time. So I think there's a bit of reputation on the line for him. And so seeing him today, seeing his demeanor, seeing how serious he was, and also, as you mentioned, Sean, great point. He looked, he looked, he looked happy. He looked—I mean, not happy, but he looked like he looked like he wasn't deathly ill from a weight cut, which is a big deal, you know. And this is a guy who said for years. Maybe I'll test myself a middleweight, and unfortunately, he just never got the chance to do that. Now, you know, with this fight at the catchweight, he'll get a chance to go up and wait. But yeah, I would say it affected me a little bit. Does that mean I'm changing my pick? I know I've been very honest in saying I thought Jake would win this fight uh, just because of who he is, and, and I do believe he's taking this seriously. I don't know that I'd change my pick, but I think we are going to see uh, Tyron go in there and throw some serious hands now. AK, I mean, Damon just mentioned it. Jay Paul is the favorite. We just saw the live odds here this afternoon. He is one or a minus 190 favorite right now as we speak. Tyron is a plus 155 underdog. I'm sure we'll talk about it more on the preview show, but after watching all of this, same question to you that I just asked Damon. How are those odds looking to you right now? Did this change anything about how you were feeling about this fight beforehand? I mean, it's made me even more interested to watch. I was already on the on the plus side as far as interest goes. People know, you know, where people, you know, I know a lot of uh, MMA fighting listeners and, and readers are like, oh, why do you guys cover this stuff? And it's like, guys, there's a, there, it's it's even just beyond like a freak show element to it. There's, you know, w when we watch, the, the essence of watching fights is you want to see two people throw down and, and, and find out who wins. And if you told me, <laughs> if you told me a year, even like two years ago, that there's some some YouTuber is going to come up and become a pro, a somewhat successful pro boxer, and is going to fight UFC champion uh, uh, Tyrone Woodley. Would you want to see that? Even two years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. And like, and the two things that have, uh, two years that have happened since, of course, the whole dynamic of that of that narrative has has changed. So, um, but yeah, I'm even more interested. I, I like I said, I really enjoyed the press conference. I think it turned out as well as they could. Thankfully, again, nothing too bad happened after. Hopefully, we don't find out that that anything like really crossed the line as far as what was said between the two camps. Um, I, 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 like Damon, I'm probably still leaning towards Jake Paul. Um, I love uh, Woodley's mentality. I love his attitude that he seems to have going into this. He does seem refreshed, but I just think there's uh, certain limitations he has at this stage of his career that uh, that I will not be able to be overcome on Sunday. But I am even more interested now uh, in watching this fight. 
and and I think I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that. I have to admit, guys, I've been saying this whole time since the moment this was booked, the day that this was booked, I said I feel really bad because Tyron is probably not going to end well for him, and this is a guy who. Damon, you mentioned, I mean, one of the greatest welterweights of all time. He's certainly a top five welterweight in the history of our sport. And yet his inglorious exit from the UFC, it's not how you like to see your legends go out. So I did feel bad for him initially that, hey, you might just get sort of a a worse version of of, of a retirement on the way out here. He's kind of selling me, though, guys. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of getting swayed just like a little bit by what we're seeing from Tyron this week. That man is just so locked in in a way that I really haven't ever seen before. And it's just, again, the confidence, the way he's treating all of this of just like, y'all don't even understand what I've been through, that type of thing. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm falling for it, hook, line, and sinker, but it's kind of swaying me a little bit. Am I silly? No, that's, that's no, again, that I just mean, shows I, how good I this press conference was. <laughs> it worked. I don't, I don't think you're silly. It worked on me too. Like I said, I was with you, Sean. When this fight got made, I said the exact same thing you said, and now I'm kind of like, you know what? Like, I don't know. I think we're about to see a real, a real dog fight on, on Sunday night. This just... It, it, if nothing else, this is not the Ben Askren fight. This is not going to be the Ben Askren fight. This is not going to be two minutes. This is going to be something. This is going to be something different. Uh, I, I'm, they got me. I'm not going to lie. They got me. Over under 800,000 pay-per-views this thing sells after, after today. I say over. I'm I say over. I don't think it's I – know, I know Tyron said this is going to be the biggest card of the year. I think it will be the biggest boxing card of the year, but I don't think they're going to beat Conor and Poirier – in terms of buys, I mean, Conor Poirier did, what, $1.8 million for the second fight and then $1.6 for the first one, or technically the rematch back in January. I don't think they'll reach those numbers, but to say they get to a million buys, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility here. I think I agree with you. I think, I think if you say – I think if people say it go, it's going over 800000 they have to be assuming that it's going to hit a million or at least close to a million. Like when people like you know if you if you think it's going over eight hundred thousand you're not saying like eight fifty nine hundred you're probably thinking a million. I do, that doesn't feel out of the question for me. No. I, okay, right. we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure we'll get more. Into I don't it. think so. I think it's closer to eight hundred thousand. I'll say even slightly below. I'm going under. Man, well, I mean, it's only Thursday, said, so we're still a few days. Wait, go for it, Damon. I I said this when I talked to when I talked to Jake when I did the interview with him before the fight. I said, listen, you know, there's a reason why. You know, these, these are the kind of fights that make sense for him because, listen, if he ends up fighting Tommy Fury next, will it be a big fight? Sure. Will there people will people buy it? Sure. Uh, but Tommy Fury is just not known here in the States. I mean, he's just not. And so he's not a big – he actually might be a much more dangerous opponent, but he's not that guy. And so will it do well? Sure. But fighting Tyron Woodley, a former UFC champion who is very well known, fought in some of the biggest pay-per-views of all time. You know, he was – Ty, one of the things you got to compliment Tyron about during his UFC career is he was always so smart about where his fights were booked. He booked a lot of fights on, like, Connor cards and, and really raised his profile. And, and he came into this fight, and he's hyping it up. So, yeah, like, that's why this is going to do 800,000. Even if it does 800,000, that's massive. I mean, that's a huge that's number. Huge. That is a massive a, number. A, Definitely. A 3-0 yeah. boxer and, and a guy of who's course. never boxed before in his life. And you mentioned – the Tommy Fury aspect of it also too one thing you lose with Tommy Fury you lose the MMA audience right like none of no one in NBA MMA cares about Tommy Fury unless you're over there in UK watching Love Island like that's just not an entity that we're really that we're invested in or we care about whereas Tyron Woodley we ha- all have so much personal experience with him uh it's 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 working man it's working uh just one last thing here before we get out of here I just have to add I hate this about boxing pressers 
the the preamble. Uh, the, everything that goes on with these pressers makes no sense to me for the first like 20 minutes. Who who the hell is this for? Who wants to hear 20 minutes of these television executives just blathering on and on? It feels so self-indulgent to me. And it's, it feels like it's just these dudes talking to hear themselves talk. And I get like we, we rip on UFC pressers quite a bit for just being pretty terrible, which I would say they are. And they are increasingly getting so over the years. But at, le- at the very least, we have to give them credit for figuring out how to cut through all the clutter like this. Because the first 20 minutes of all of these boxing pressers are just absolutely insufferable. And I can't stand it. Yeah. Sean, you've been I've, – I've seen you at enough UFC shows before we work together. Uh, and now now that we're teammates, uh, when we used to go to UFC shows and we see each other, there would be those occasional cards you go to in like, a, in like a town where the UFC hadn't really been much before outside of Vegas or whatever. And they would end up bringing in like the mayor or maybe some like, you know, dignitary <laughs> and like somebody else. And they would talk and they would open the press conference for like 10 minutes of talking and everybody in the media be looking at each other like this is so awkward and pointless and like <laughs> we were just like can we please get started with like the actual press conference and that was like 25 minutes today i just i don't get it i don't get it i don't know that i'll ever get it but maybe it's not for me to get anyway let us wrap up here this has been the jake paul versus tyron woodley pre-fight press conference reaction pod thank you so much for joining us please keep it locked to mma fighting as we continue to bring you coverage from down on the ground there in Cleveland. It's only Thursday. We got a long way to go. That man is Damon Martin. That man is Alexander K. Lee. I am Sean Oshadi. We love you guys. Stay safe out there. We'll talk to you soon. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. Support for this show comes from HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot. Because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this. High-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.